You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This this is the Blue Horseshoe with your host, George Brummer and Ryan Hickey. It's always fun, George, to look back at the glory days, especially for the Colts, right? The last two decades, there's been a lot of fond memories. And right now, speaking of the glory days, the Pro Football Hall of Fame did announce on Tuesday 129 modern era nominees for this upcoming 2023 uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame class. Seven Colts on that first initial list. Reggie Wayne, who's been on the ballot before. Dallas Clark, Jeff Saturday, Dwight Freeney, Robert Mathis, Bob Sanders, and yes, Pat McAfee on the list as well. George, obviously Reggie Wayne has gotten close before. This is Dwight Freeney's first cha- uh, first time on the ballot. Will we see any uh, Colts right now inducted into Canton this summer? Now, McAfee should go in the Business Hall of Fame because <laughs> I don't think true. there's ever been a, a punter in history who retired and, and, and put himself in a better situation than Pat McAfee. Uh, the Colts can't that afford is 100% him now. true. Rigo went down and there were some jokes about bringing <laughs> him back. It's like, yeah, you can't afford him anymore. Sorry. Uh, no, I, look, Reggie Wayne should have got in, I think, already. Um, it'll be interesting to see how long, how much longer that wait is. But I think his playoff numbers alone make him a Hall of Famer. I, if you look at all the key stats, yards, touchdowns, receptions, you know, all those things, the only guy who's been better in postseason history, I think, than him is, is Jerry Rice. And that, to me, is that's enough. You know, I mean, that when when you're second to Jerry Rice, you're a Hall of Famer. I don't care what stat it is. Uh, Freeney's, you know, I, I think Freeney, the one thing that, that they're going to look at with him is, was it quite long enough? He had a long career, but the, the peak of it, you know, did, did he do enough in those peak years? I would say yes. But it'll be interesting to see what the voters say there. Uh, I think he was definitely a guy that defenses or that you know opposing offenses worried about week in week out. Um, I think he he had enough Pro Bowls and, and and All Pros and those kind of things. Those always you know go into play. Uh, you could argue that that Peyton Manning would have three rings if if Freeney didn't have an injury in the second half. You know uh, that New Orleans game uh, somehow overcame that ankle injury the whole first half. But you could tell he wasn't himself in the second half and the Colts defense wasn't the same as a result. So uh, to me, both Dwight Freeney and Reggie Wayne are, are hall of famers. Uh, I don't think Freeney is going to be a first ballot guy. That, that seems like such a rare air to be in. Uh, you know, I don't think he's there, uh, but I think it'd be hard to keep him out when you look at really the peak of his career and Reggie again, I mean, he was consistent throughout his whole career, but in the playoffs, he was a beast. So to me, those two guys, 
should get in. The other guys are really good players. I mean, you could sit here and make a case for Dallas Clark. You can make a case for Bob Sanders. The career is just too short. Right. Uh, but, you know, I, to me, Freeney and, and Wayne are, are the guys. I'm, and I think both will get in eventually. I'm with you. I just don't think it's going to be this year. For Reggie Wayne, it's the frustrating part for him is it's not even his like his fault per se. Like I said, you just highlighted the stats and all the numbers. They're right there. The issue is we've seen a backlog of wide receivers, um, and it's kind of like oh, you know a trickle down effect where there's other guys you got to get in quote unquote first. So you know because of the hall took so long to put some of these great wide receivers. I mean, I look, I know To was a little bit different because I was a little bit more personal than anything else. But it's taken a while now for some of these great receivers to get in. So I'm going to think Reggie is going to get in. But the issue is there's other guys in front of him that um, I think will get in first. Like guys like Torrey Holt, I think, will be someone that will go in first before Reggie. But sitting with Dwight Freeney, too. Like I said, like he was one of you know the most feared pass rushers in the heyday of the Colts. And anytime you can make the um, Pro Football Hall of Fame first team all-decade team for the 2000s, like, I think that's one of the, the small bars to clear to get into the Hall of Fame. Like I said, he's Pro Bowls, all pros. He's right there. He's an extremely feared defensive end. Like he was really after Peyton Manning, you know, at least defensively. He was like the Peyton Manning-esque guy on defense. Where he was always the consistent guy. The guys uh, or the one guy defense is always schemed against every single week. Um, that's a guy I think, like you said, will be in Canton one day as well. Just Bob Sanders is, is the frustrating one because like you said, the, the game-wrecking ability, the talent, like he really was one of the biggest keys to that Colts Super Bowl run. And one of the reasons why maybe the Colts should have more is just the issue is his health. Like I said, his career is not that long, and he could never stay on the field consistently. But, man, when he was on the field, George, he changed the game almost like no one other, especially from the safety position. He was unbelievable, you know, and I think uh, his style of play, unfortunately, didn't match with his size. And, you know, he was he, he just got himself into situations where he was he was reckless to the point he didn't care. You right. know, he, he was going to go and he was going to make the play and he was going to give up whatever it took to do that, which was one of the reasons he was so good and one of the reasons he was so beloved. But it's also, unfortunately, one of the reasons his career was so short. So, uh, you know, I think Bob Sanders, every safety that comes here, that's all you need to know about Bob Sanders. Every safety that comes here, he's the standard. You know, yes. Well, this guy's pretty good, but you know, he's not Bob Sanders. And and I think Freeney's kind of that guy. Freeney and Mathis both are that guy with, with the defensive ends. Um, you know, that that's to me, that's one of the Hall of Fame marks. Like, you know, how how big an impact did you leave on the league as a whole, but also on your franchise? And for Bob Sanders, it's just a shame that he didn't play a decade in this league, or I think he'd be a, a no doubt about it, Hall of Famer. I'm with you. I'm with you. And go back to the Reggie Wayne conversation too. Like you look at some of the receivers that are going to be like up for uh hall of fame. Election. Like it's tough. Like Anquan Bolden, really good receiver. A guy like Devin Hester, I'm hesitant to at least mention this conversation because he's obviously, he would get in only for his kick return ability, but I don't know how the hall is going to differentiate where if they say, all right, we're going to put a wide receiver in. And let's just say, for example, it's going to be Devin Hester. You know, again, he's more of a kick returner. Like, I don't know how that's going to work. If he's going to take up another spot for receiver, it's going to be tough. Steve Smith Sr. is a really good receiver. Heinz Ward is someone who is, you know, really good. The Steelers, like, there was a lot of really good receivers right now in this in this uh, Hall of Fame class, I think. I think Reggie's going to get in. But it's another tough for him former right now. Colt, Another former Colt, too, Andre Johnson. Yeah, that, great call. Yeah. But, you <laughs> know, they, legend. He and Reggie were were teammates at Miami and, and really close friends. And I think, you know, that's it's gonna be interesting because they're probably gonna be 
in line behind one another trying to, to get into Canton now. But uh, can you imagine that? Uh, Miami offense with, with Reggie Wayne and, and Andre Johnson out there, a wide receiver. And some of those, I think it was Willis McGahee or Franco, like that. I mean, some of those Miami yeah. teams in early 2000s were just unfair. Like the, the, I think the second and third string could, could have probably won a national title back in the day too. It's, it's unbelievable. But it's a great honor. Obviously, to be mentioned as you know a, a pro Hall of Fame nominee, and it's great to see the seven Colts on that list so far. So I think the two right now that we're really looking at that will probably get in, not this year, but you know the two most likely these Colts wise, uh, Arj Whitefring and uh, and Reggie Wayne. Now it's just a matter of when, not if. Um, and I think it's definitely you know a great honor. Just goes to show you, you know, the great work Bill Poling did back in the day to construct this great roster where you have seven you know guys that played all kind of in the same window. Together, up for the Hall of Fame nominees. You almost wish they, they won a little bit more than one Lombardi. Yeah, that's always going to be the regret from that, right? And and there's so many things that go into that with with just circumstances and the way they played out. But yeah, uh, that era was unbelievable. And I think it really, honestly, it's what makes this era so frustrating because I think people had such a high bar set, you know, with Peyton Manning and and and, and what he did. You, it was just given that that you were going to be undefeated for September. And when Peyton Manning was here, you didn't lose in September. You rarely lost ever, but you definitely didn't lose in September. So, uh, you know, it, it's it's the bar for this franchise. It's where they're trying to get back to, uh, and and it's I think it's always good to look back at, at those guys that kind of set you know the foundation for what it, you could make an argument the Colts wouldn't even be in Indianapolis if not for guys like Peyton Manning and Reggie Wayne and Dwight Freeney. Like I said, it's nice to look back because the standard is so high because of like I said the great play that we got to watch you know, really throughout the entire 2000s decade. And, and obviously that continued with Andrew Luck as well. So it's at least nice when right now the current team doesn't give you a lot to, to feel good about and look back on finally. At least it's nice that we got to spend a few minutes looking back on a few Colts teams and a few Colts players that did bring us a lot of joy back in the day. <laughs>